like if you're a pastor's kid, there is an instantaneous, from the minute you are conceived, mm. there's an instantaneous expectation and requirement of unscrupulous, immutable character. You cannot, that is, other children are running around, they fall down, they say, oh, sorry, you, you fall down. <laughs> How can you fall? <laughs> Don't you have superhuman powers? <laughs> like, you're just expected to float. You are listening to Concrete Pastures Podcast. I am Nancy Mulemwasisi. Thank you so much for tuning in today. For anyone who is new on our platform, this is a space that allows myself and others to share our stories as we deconstruct the world's view of an immigrant status. We unlike the joys, the laughs, and the bravery that being a dreamer brings. So subscribe, like, share, and stay a while as we dive into today's episode. I'm so excited to introduce our guest today. She is a global Nigerian gospel singer, a creative director of the Dunamis International Gospel Center. She's also a lawyer. Family, I know for sure some of you have experienced this. You meet someone for the first time, you instantly connect, you feel like you've known each other for a long time. It felt like that with our guest today. Oh my God, we did connect so beautifully. During our conversation, she did share her album was coming out. It is out on all platforms spotify apple music wherever you get your music we also do have a link in the show notes trust me you will be blessed anointed delivered in this episode you get to know a little bit more about our guest her name is Deborah Paul Inache. So welcome, sis. Thank you. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really happy to be here. I, I already feel like family with you, you know. And oh yeah, we're family. You you yeah. stuck with us. No. You know? <laughs> my, my, my my kids. Already. I can't talk about me. They're talking oh, about you. They're and... so cute. They're so cute. And I feel like attached to them as well. They're adorable. I know. It's just because of your heart. It's your heart. That's that's where we are here. I know that you're not a stranger to a life of an immigrant. You were born in Nigeria and um, through us talking and my research, you also were in uh, the UK. Yeah. So I'll start from there. How was life in the UK? And just delving in deep. Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll start from there. Okay. I I don't actually talk about it a lot until I feel freedom about it. I may not speak so much about it, but in summary yes it was defining definitive it helped me traverse all aspects of you know prepubescence mm-hmm. adolescence young adulthood yeah just becoming conversant with the idea of who debbie is and you know um convalescing or morphing into a bigger conversation of what matters what what is life about and this helps me now find that find out more about god despite growing up knowing him and really developing a relationship with him after the UK. So that's the summary. I can't go into the depth of it, but it was defining. That's what I'll call it because um, your uni days are always, you know, the times most people anyway. You're trying to find yourself. Yeah. You're yeah. trying to understand what's going on. You've left the... The nest. The nest. Yeah. yeah. The cuteness of being a child. <laughs> yeah. 
know? I know it's like hardcore realities are hitting you. Like, this is life. <laughs> We're looking life in the face, yo. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it was, I mean, it was exciting. And yeah. It was scary and it was everything. What Was that the first time you had left your parents? Pretty much. I mean, I, I went to high school in Nigeria in a boarding school. Ah, so same year. Yeah, it's always like that, non African mothers and fathers. They need you, they need the school to imbibe, you know, know. you must grow well. So <laughs> they put you in a good school and all, but yeah. Well, they've always been very present and even through my uni days as well. Wow, no, that's very interesting that you actually mentioned that, you know, you were able to find yourself and grow through that process. I think it was the same thing for me. For a lot of our listeners, most of us, like I think maybe 80% of us, we come from home without, from our parents' homes and then we venture out. Right, yeah. Um, it's There are very few that have been already established and living and coming, mm. uh, even though we have that audience. But but uh, for a lot of us, we're coming to really find uh, finding ourselves. And uh, like for me, like I've shared on here, it was truly to separate myself from what my mom was doing to find myself. And um, I can definitely relate. So I I get what you're saying for sure. Thank God for guidance. Sometimes those self-discovery situations end up badly. Some people come here and lose themselves, lose their identity, especially if you're raised in a good Christian household, a household of faith, or if you have, I mean, most African children have strong core values that they're raised with, but people come here and it's just, you know, there's so much debauchery and excess and yeah. people just like get lost in all of it. Thank God no, thank for God. the saving no, grace. No, no, no. Thank yeah. God. How okay. were you able, because there are a lot of us that are, I mean, I grew up in the church and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I grew up in church and and I love that I have that foundation. Yeah. And when I came here, it's what got me through any challenges. It doesn't mean that it was not hard of going course, through what I was course. going through. And um, how were you able just to maintain your faith? Being in a different country, of course, your parents are not there. You could do whatever you want. <laughs> so I think that, um, you know, the Bible says train up a child in a way that they should go. When they're old, they won't depart from it. A good upbringing is a big, big factor. I mean, the formative years, it, it really determines how a person pans out. This is, this, you know, what's it called? It's like a psychological term of, um, like, I've forgotten how to go feature function, something about whether or not you've always been this way or if your parenting mm. made you the way well, you are. There's, there's a whole thing about yeah. it. But I believe that it plays a huge role. And my parents instilled the fear of God in me from a young age. Even before I, of course, I had given my life to Jesus at a young age and all that. But before I had the rededication and all that, I always had that heaven is real yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah you must go there with your with your family you cannot lose you know that if you want to mess up that's if they are talking inside your head don't misbehave <laughs> Jesus is watching <laughs> you know so I always it's had like how they have Santa here uh-huh. it's like Santa is watching mm. <laughs> this one is higher than Santa Jesus is God is yeah. watching you anything mm. you the Holy Spirit is inside the room with you so like no matter what you just always have that consciousness that you know aside obviously eternity yeah you know everything is consequential anything you do any action you take has a ripple effect 
the repercussions. So that was one big thing, just my upbringing. And my parents, we are lucky as Africans. We have great familial ties. Your parents don't leave you. Yeah. Do you know that? I mean, no offense to the West, I'm sure there are people who have great families. A lot of the time, people are become very independent, very young. And I couldn't do that. <laughs> Not because they don't give me freedom. They love me and they've always let me be expressive, but they were just, they're always there. And, you know, my dad is one of my best friends. Like anytime I, I've done something I'm proud of or yeah. I have a question, I just call him up. And even my mom is always there to for counsel and guidance. And that's how come. <laughs> it's not, I don't think there's any rocket science, but more importantly, God has always been there and he's living in, in us. He, he gives us, the Bible says, in him we move, we breathe, we have our being. Yeah. So it's just, even, even when you think you're away from him, God is in all and is all. So you can't really run from him. Do you know what I mean? If yeah. you try, you cannot run that far. <laughs> He's wow. always around. That's it, really. I believe, like, when it comes to a preacher's kid, you guys have, like, I think you carry, like, a heavy load in terms of um, how you need to present yourself, <laughs> how, <laughs> being an example for others. How has that been going? Yeah, a journalist. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, journalists. Yeah, really going into the, the, deep, the deep waters. <laughs> We're here to inspire other PK kids. For sure, for sure. Oh, man. Where do I begin? If you will let me rant for a good two minutes. Yeah. Oh, please. So, okay, so it, it may not be as bad in the West. We're praying for revival and we hope that, you know, we'll have a resurgence of young people in the face. But in Nigeria, in Africa, yes. Like, if you're a pastor's kid, there is an instantaneous, from the minute you are conceived, mm. there's an instantaneous expectation and requirement of unscrupulous, immutable character. You cannot, that is, other children are running around, they fall down, they say, oh, sorry, you, you fall down. <laughs> How can you fall? Don't you have superhuman powers? <laughs> like, you're just expected to float from when you, the minute you are born, everybody's just looking Damn, at you. Oh my God. It's like, it's a lot, girl. Like, I'm not, I'm not even trying to even delve into the complexities of young adolescents and young adulthood in the society we are living in. Let's not even go there because that one is a whole other thing. You know, being, I mean, the, the Bible says that we are in the world, but not of the world. But being in this world, you will see things and being young, you want to explore, you want to try things out. Exactly. Let's let's just put that aside. Let's just assume you have lived your life the most sanctimonious way, purest way. Oh, wow. People will pick on the smallest thing. That is, you are doing it right though. You are serving God. You are a Christian. You know, you yeah. are going to church more than all these people that are accusing you. You are... <laughs> They don't used to wake up in the morning to read their Bible. <laughs> they don't do that one. No. They don't pray every day. <laughs> they don't used to fast. They don't tie it. They don't do anything. But they will still attack you, my sister. So, like, I'm not, you know, I don't really share too much online what I do as my spiritual walk. I just tap the table. Of course. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> yeah, but I, I do, I mean, aside my parents instilling that in us, I'm realizing I'm breathless without God. If I go, like, two, three days without reading my Bible, I feel yeah you know like your spirit man is a being to it it needs food and the, the word of god is food whatever you feed it media whatever you feed it is food so i need it i'm not even just like doing the, the walk 
because they yeah. say I should do it. People, are, it's for me, right? But my work with God is is so intense. But I don't. Sometimes I don't know how to explain it. Like I, I feel like I have to announce it online. People of God, I read ten chapters of the Bible today. <laughs> I prayed for two hours in the Holy Ghost. You know, I'm doing worship. The Holy Spirit has been waking me up at four a.m. every day since this year started. Every oh, day, wow. I wake up and I'm there's something on my heart to pray about every single day. There are people who have never experienced that level of depth in God. Though. Yeah. But because I wore boots to church, because I wore, <laughs> because my earring is more than one. Yeah. Look at her. It's this kind of children that are putting shame on their fathers. I'm telling you, I've the wow. things I've read online, I have to be real with you. Like, if not for my work with God and a support system like the one I have from my husband, who is amazing, by the way. Oh, your husband is amazing. I've not talked about it in the last five minutes because if I start, we're not finished. No, but I'm, 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 I'm going to be asking. I love that. Being around you guys, it's not even a, a show yeah. on what we see on social media. Being yeah. around you guys, it was a more of a family setup. We yeah. we had dinner together, and the kids being around you guys, there's just that warmth, the warmth, the the love that just comes out naturally. There's nothing forced. It's just oh, there. And the, fa- the the biggest part is you guys are best friends. We are best because friends because we were we were walking, Konya and we're like we're. we're we're watching both of you guys and all of a sudden you guys just come together and you kick in yeah. two of you for whatever <laughs> reason so we're like yeah, yeah best, best friends, friends well, because yeah. some things are just meant for the two of you Yeah, but it's just like you both of you guys understand yeah. and it's oh, funny to the two of you the yeah. inside yeah it, it's just that so yeah thank God for him thank God for the support of my parents honestly I've grown strength from God and just the reality of who I am I know who I am. I know who God has made me to be. He has placed me in the family I am in for a reason. So when people start to attack me and make me feel a type of way, I remember how much God loves me, how loved I am, as you said, by my husband yeah. and by my family. And you're not paying my bills. Yeah. So <laughs> no offense, but you don't have any right to tell me what to do or how I should live. As long as I'm living in accordance with the word of God, that's all that matters. That's true. Do you know what I mean? No, like, it's true. You know, people are so quick to judge you for not doing what they believe is the best possible thing. Yeah. But everyone is living within their capacity and I afford you room to live within yours. I afford me the same. Yeah. Okay, so one big cause of contention is the way I dress. People don't understand. Okay, let's address that. (laughs) We are entering another topic. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Let's address that. (laughs) In Nigeria, people don't understand my style. Okay. So how do you define your style? I call it corporate adjacent okay. with a with a smothering of punk rock. That, that, that's what I see. A smothering. So like you see a waistcoat but it's like leather. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like yep. it's kind of formal but also look like I'm about to go on stage and be like Yes! Yes! yes. <laughs> that's my style. Do you understand? So I wear very bold colors like black and red. That's my you know, that's your color. Aesthetic. Yeah. Uh, people <laughs> you know like it's I think it was a bit of a shock like you know Nigeria is pretty conservative layering on my walk with God my faith and being a pastor's child on top of that you know there's a way that pastors not just pastors but like young Christians dress and it's beautiful and I love it I can't pull it off though so people don't understand that I don't okay I do dress like this because it's fun but I also can't really pull off slay mama that's what it's called you know what slay mama is like super made up face cute new 
think makeup. you can. I think you can. If you dress me up, that yes. is someone does the. They yes. are the ones that dressed me I've up. I've seen some pictures online. To on my own. Oh, I see. Do you understand? Yes. yes. <laughs> like it's just I've worked through so many self-esteem issues. God has really helped me, but I used to hate my body. So like a, a form-fitting dress just made me want to like scream. I can't really. Gotcha. I don't like it. Okay. And like high heels are so uncomfortable. Why do we do that to ourselves? <laughs> if it's not a pair of wedge boots, like I'm not doing it. I'm sorry. <laughs> the heel is not fat like this, you know. So it's not because I I don't look great when I dress like that. I just on my own. If I put on a, like a nice dress, yeah. To me, I need to add more things to it to make it more complex and interesting. I like layers and patterns and forms and shapes on style as opposed to just like how you look in a dress. Do you know what I mean? Like I see myself as I'm a writing canvas. this down because I'm gonna come back to this. <laughs> I see myself as a canvas for an expression of an idea. As I think opposed it's the artistic like, way. Yeah, it's, it's an artistic thing. It's not yeah, really because you you want this is how you express yourself through your clothes. Because yeah. a lot of us for me it makes me feel good to dress up. It's just my thing and it's how and I express myself. When it comes to like clothes and I've seen those comments on your page oh, and it's, it's, it's sensitive yeah. and people don't realize that at the end of the day behind that uh, social media page there's a human being oh, you choose sure, to follow sure. you for choose sure. to all of to interact to, to interact them. but at the end of the day you don't have to say everything that you think in your head no honestly <laughs> people don't have to express what they think yeah. all, all the time because you have to think about yourself I think if people sat back and just thought about just this is someone's that. child yeah and this is someone's sister and how would i feel if this was my sister how would i feel if this was my mom told these things yes we choose to be on platforms but at the Doesn't end give of the you day the room to mm-hmm. dehumanize someone just yes. because you know they become an icon in your eyes yep. i mean of course that's the argument i've always used to to console myself and what god is actually helping me understand that you know there's there's places you get to as a celebrity as a public figure where people don't see you as a human yes. or a person you yes. know? I don't want to be idolized I make sure that all glory returns back to God but in a normal secular yeah. you know system like I mean there's idols of people they are literally figureheads they create yeah physical like yeah. either bubble heads or you whatever know, like, it is whatever yeah. billboards and people people don't see that person as flesh and blood anymore they see an image or an idea so yes. I I try to kind of remind people more and more these days that like hey there's a person here I was tired today that's why I look like this or I'm I, you know I'm I'm hungry that's why I'm not smiling <laughs> you yeah. know just so that people humanize you a little bit but it's crazy social media social media will will rip you out of reality it really yeah. will and even recently I found myself the enemy was trying to drag me into a spirit of competition with other people other peers mm. you start to compare your results with them you start yes. to compare your image with them, your public image or oh, people perceive this person as spiritual or they perceive me as playful what am I doing wrong <laughs> do you understand <laughs> no but this is these are this, this is processes what processes oh, you have we, we all I think have yeah, those moments sometimes it's yeah. just it's human yeah. and I've the Holy Spirit is 
reminding me that, you know, let us walk, the as the word of God says, I'm paraphrasing, let us walk the race that has been set before us. That means everybody has their own race. Everybody has their own lane. You're not, you're not behind yeah. the schedule because there is no schedule. It's True. just your own. True. You know, so anyway, long story short, I don't used to listen to anybody. <laughs> I get coconut head. Like, I just, my God is my, my standard. I'm blessed to have a spiritual father and physical father, my my dad, who is a great guidance to me. I, I pattern a lot of what I do after his life. I think I'm good. Like, if you don't like what I'm doing. <laughs> what advice do you have for PK kids that are, you know, they look up to you and they, they are going through their own challenges in terms of how they are being treated, let's say, in church? Because it's, it's, it's obvious, treat PK kids differently in church. Like you said, if you fall, why you fall? <laughs> you should yeah. be flying. You should be flying. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it, it just comes, I don't know why it's that yeah. way, but it's just, you also have to understand from our side. Of course. I, it's I just, get that. It, it's very different the, the treatment that we're like oh is that the pastor's daughter you know <laughs> <laughs> so like what advice do you have for uh, PK kids coming looking up my my biggest advice would be for them to cultivate a relationship with God themselves first okay because if you perceive your parents faith as their own and something that has been imposed on you my dear you, you, you lose your way very fast do you know what I mean yeah but yeah. once you have a realization that God is your God, your father, your savior, the way, the truth, and the life. You have to be saved on your own. Then, I mean, it's going to be easier for you to stay on the right path. That's true. It's going to be easier for you to make decisions from a place of knowledge instead of a place of fear or imposition. Do you know what I mean? Okay. And this is the problem. A lot of pastors' kids are like, oh, it's my dad's thing. It's not mine. Yeah. So the, to, to dispel that misinformation, in the Bible, there was a tribe called the Levite. And the Levites are worshipped there whole job is to worship God. Every one of them, every lineage of it passed it to the next. It was if you're born into it, not much you can do. But the the beautiful thing is the Levites had a more blessed life. They were exempted from the other people's problems. Mm. Do you understand? Yes. Their life was just equated to they don't pay taxes. Yeah. <laughs> they don't, you know, they get free parking. You know, it's like mm-hmm. government officials. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yes. They, they get to, to, to live. It's like a veteran. A veteran gets to board first. Yeah. It doesn't matter if it's first class or not, at least in the US. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so that's what you should see it as. It's a privilege. You are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people. When you start to see yourself not as other, but as extraordinary, mind is changed. Because I used to see myself as other. I used to think everybody's looking at me like I own. This is holy. Mm-hmm. This is holier than thou. Yes. Now I see, wow, look at that. She's holy. Do you understand? Yeah. It's a, it's a mindset flip. When you start to see I am chosen. Yes. You know? Yeah. It makes you just like that that feeling of I mean, if you see royalty, you know. True. If you see you, they don't yeah. tell you. Yeah. They don't need to tell you can't tell by the way they walk, the way they talk, the way they act. That's my advice for PKs. You are not othered, you are extraordinary. You are different, but not different in a in a broken, manhandled, in in a in a magnificent way. Yeah. That's what I would just 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 know that you're different and in a good way. Oh, that's beautiful. So how did we get into music? Music. <laughs> <laughs> She's looking at her time on our watch. How much time do we Let have? Let me see. <laughs> I don't want to take your time. <laughs> Aside God, that's the only other 
thing that just makes sense to me. Yeah? I don't know how to explain it. Creative people are annoying. I'm inside them. I'm talking about myself too. Because we're always like... Trust me, I know. <laughs> my, my child. Yeah, we're <laughs> so annoying. Always in our little like feelings in our head. Mm -hmm. You know, the more logical people, like my husband, like write it down on paper. What, what are you feeling? <laughs> explain it in a particular term. And I'm like, I just feel like whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But yeah, that's what music is for me. Music is a language that communicates emotion that you can't write down. Yeah. You know, like, and I'm blessed with, I used to hate my voice, but I'm better with it. I see it for the gift it is. I'm blessed with a voice that is perhaps not the most skillful in terms of ad-libs and runs, but boy, does it carry emotion. Oh, yes. How I first knew was in high school. I was a choir leader in my, in my high school. Mm. And our principal was a white guy. And we were preparing for Christmas carols. And he walked in, he stood there for a while, and he got so emotional. His face, face got red, he had tears in his eyes, and he yeah. left. I was asking, you know, one of the students, like, what's up with him? Is he all right? I thought maybe I upset him or something. He said that my voice makes him feel like crying. Like, he, did, he didn't know me before then. He just felt, like, emotional listening to me. So I feel like that's what music is. It's like, it's the way I express whenever I start to feel, you know, inconsolable over some random thing. I sing in worship usually, and it just makes me feel so much better. I can attest to feeling very emotional listening to you because I've heard, I mean, you are in New York now and you guys came for a revival and I went to Lehman to watch you. In that service, I had my hands like this. Oh. The whole time I'm standing and I clap my mouth. I was like, I'm trying to listen to you and I see like you go to a certain space. I don't know, in your head, in your heart. I, I don't know if the Holy Spirit just like overpowers you. That's it. And it's just a different feeling from me listening to you in the car. Oh, yes. Or, or in the house yeah, yeah, yeah. and seeing you live and hearing you. There's just a, diff a huge difference. And even in the car, there's that emotion too. Yeah. Because coming here, I was also listening to you. Um, the You guys were performing in London 2021. Yes. And it was you singing your dad also. And it was manifest. And I'm listening to that song. I'm, I think you guys combined songs yes, in between yes. your, your singing. Because yes. I'm like, oh, the song is long. But still, <laughs> it, uh, there's like more songs that come in. And I'm like, oh my God, I know this one. <laughs> but still, the emotion that's there right. is it, just um, unbelievable. Touching. It gives a lot, like, chill. Thank you. Thank yes. You so much. No, it's, it's an honor. Like, my, my greatest joy is to like serve God and he has blessed me that I can do it through music. Do you write your own songs? I do. All of them? Most, yeah. Most especially the ones that, I mean, right from the beginning, like anyone. I was going to say most especially the ones I received lately, but yeah. every song I've, I've ever like performed on my albums that I've sang that I say is my song that I wrote. What is your process, aside from the feeling that you feel, what is your process when, when you feel like there's a song coming? What is your process? So a good example of this is my song um, Cares and so I it was one night I was feeling really low and 
I was crying and I wanted to call someone and I just couldn't think of anybody to call. So I just started to go, nobody cares how you're feeling. Like I was mocking myself. Yeah. And I just received a reprimand from the Holy Spirit. I care about you. How can you say that? You know, like, and I just remember the scripture, if earthly fathers are not wicked enough to give their children stones for bread, how much more your heavenly father? His eye is on the sparrow. He's mindful of you. I think that's in Matthew so Matthew 4 or 5. How can you think that me, the whole creator of the universe, does not care about you? And it translates that if he cares about me, there's definitely human beings who care. Yeah. So it just, so the, the words change from nobody cares how you're feeling to you're the one who cares how I'm feeling. You know? So that's, <laughs> it just, it's, it's almost when I like, continue, go on, go on. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it felt. Like, it's, it's, it's how God's love translates to me through music. Like, it's emotion. Usually, it comes as a hum. I'm just humming something. And my music is more vocal than it is, um, like, um, uh, vocabulary heavy. I don't yeah. say a lot in my songs because it's more about the emotions I was feeling. And, yeah, I don't I don't write too many words. I just let the Holy Spirit flow and the words come. And then he always makes them very simple. They're not word heavy, but yeah. they express emotion. That's my music. And the emotion is love. God's love. Cast that that message now, another message for another day. <laughs> God's love. If you understand the gravity of the love of God, yes, you will never be sick, you will never be poor, you will never be sad. Love, love is it though? Love is is the cure to all our problems in this world. Love, but it's, it's another day. <laughs> it's another day. <laughs> oh my God. No, I mean that's the bottom line. I think if we understand that God is always with us, yeah, in whatever we are going through because I think that's what makes the Lord a little lighter or lighter because regardless of who you are in this world lots of money or not we all got things going on oh for sure and if you have like a bottom line if you have God as your bottom line as he's the one that's going to take care of me and know his love continues regardless it's hard it's hard though it's hard it's hard it's hard but we, we continue to believe we continue to believe Um, I want to go in your singles Uh, you have a few singles goes I am that I am which is my Yes. <laughs> How was that created? Uh, it was just, um, I was in the bedroom one day. I used to have this piano in my room and it burnt. I had a fire in my room and it burnt, but oh, wow. I used to like tinkle with it once in a while and I was trying to play stuff on it and I couldn't come up with anything. So I just left it alone. But then something I had been tinkering around with, the tune started, you know, playing in my, in my head and it wasn't so the part that came to me was not the chorus it was ah. the bridge not even the, the verse so the words are your word should I sing it yes go ahead please your word will never fail incontrovertible you can never change your power truly saves it's incontestable all other power pales I am that I am I'm into eternity I am that I am always in perpetuity I am that I am. I am infinitesimal. Simply a decimal. And I am that I am. Ah, I am so blessed. (laughs) Sorry, guys. (laughs) 
But it didn't start off um, like a full-form song. It was just the concept of divinity being infinity, right? I was just feeling that. I was just like, I, I used to be scared when I saw videos and pictures of space because it just was so like scary. Yeah. How tiny and infinitesimal, how small we are in the grand wow, scope of things. It just, anytime I saw it, it used to give me like heart palpitations because they'll, they'll show you the Milky Way. Yes. I'll show you a whole thing like this. I say, this is the spot in it. Oh, not that that is the sun or the earth. This is the spot in it where we then it keep zooming and zooming and zooming and then you now see the earth. And that's just the Milky Way. Like yeah. it used to blow my mind. And then we're inside a galaxy, inside of galaxies, inside of like yep. what? And it's still expanding. And this is literally when God said, let there be light. It hasn't that what he said has not stopped happening. Yeah. So imagine that God behind all that. Because everyone that says, let me not even get into the, the, the anyone that says where we came out of nothing. Do you know what I like? Even even the concept of nothing, God is bigger than nothing. Do you know, do you know what I mean? Like wow. The, the, that was it. That was just the whole thing I was grappling with. So in summary, God in all that bigness. Yeah. Still thinks about you. Out of plenty, plenty millions of stars. That's mad. Yeah, it, it sure <laughs> That's is. That's mad. It sure is. Wow. That's a, a beautiful thing for me anyway. Yeah. I mean, I, I've listened to Cares, Glory, Beautiful, Bigger, uh, Even If You Slay Me. This song, this Even oh, yeah. If You Slay Me. What brought up this song? How did it come about? I got that when I was really young. Um, I actually didn't get it like in I didn't get it now when I understand the gravity of the song because that song is heavy (laughs) that song is heavy do you know what it means? because when when you see I'm like she looks younger than she is now But you're still young, but I'm like, she's still young. And she's singing this heavy song. That's why I asked, I'm like, you write your own songs? Yeah, I do. I can't imagine writing this. Yeah, the words of it. I mean, when someone tells you they love you and they say they will live for you, it's one thing. When they say they can die for you, (laughs) it's a different kind of love right there. Yeah. That's the love that Jesus exhibited for us when he died for us on the cross. So he's already paid the price, so we don't actually have to die literally but but after he left the ancient romans and the new jews that came to jesus Mm. had to die there were people who got crucified there were people that you know got lynched i mean if you if you know about matters people were brutally murdered for their beliefs they were fed to lions nero's empire so many things happened and these people do you understand how much faith you have to have in the invisible that you will die for it that's the kind of faith i want to have because that faith moves mountains it moves mountains and we are so blessed in our society we have in most countries free freedom of speech freedom of religion freedom of choice and everybody's still out here like "Mm, whatever i don't want to do anything like you're lucky to even have that choice do you know what i mean so for me i mean that's my biggest my biggest armor is my faith and i know that he wouldn't so the chorus of the song the verse of the song says i know that i'm sure absolutely sure that in the lion's den you'll be there with me yep there were people who got persecuted but never died i mean daniel you know yeah shadrach meshach abednego they went they were thrown into fire but they came out so even with such tests god still proves himself i wouldn't let you go through that i love you enough do you know what i mean but even if you slay me i will still not let go if this is my final bust of no wahala have you ever loved like that 
when I listen to that song, because I go, th- I I went through my own uh, challenges mm. in life, and that was a point. I actually have an episode on uh wow. where I was really mad at God. I won't lie. I was upset because of your trust that you carried me through everything, through the fire, through everything. I'm here because... But then when I went through the fire, everything else, I forgot (laughs) a lot of the things that, you know, he he took, he got me out of it. Or I'll just refuse. I'll just like so upset. You get so Mm. upset to the point of like, why didn't you prevent this? Why didn't you... Why didn't you show up before now? Why don't... So even when someone listens to this song or uh, any other inspirational song that's or no so there are some people who are going through a lot mm. what type of encouragement are we giving them like yes you will have I guess challenges but how do you get yourself out of that depression anxiety and because it's real it's real sis I know for a fact I can't get into it but I know struggles with mental health mm-hmm. not by second hand I know I know yeah. I, I can't get into it but yeah. I, know, yeah. I know I'll tell you once we're off yes no because it, it, it's uh, it's painful to be a Christian and then go through so much and then still continue to believe it takes a lot of it takes a lot you know the bible says two scriptures you quoted jesus just now Mm -hmm. he said in this life there will be trials but don't be discouraged i have overcome the world once you have that idea or knowledge that another part of scripture says we are ye are overcomers even your faith faith helps you to overcome but while you're there in this darkness in this sadness remember that you know david the psalmist said yea though i walk through the psalms 23 yea though yeah. i walk through the valley of the shadow of death yeah. i shall fear no evil for thou art with me thy rod and thy staff they comfort me literally saying i will walk through the valley you're gonna go through it but you're not gonna go through it alone he will be with you he will also comfort you he's not left you you're not alone it is life <laughs> life comes with ups and downs you have to be aware and accept that once in a while you may face trials but you are an overcomer you're not supposed to this is another part you know we we we, we speak about oh you you may go through things and we just let it in no. yeah you go go through it but you will overcome it you must overcome it because of faith without faith it is impossible to please God. So faith is the thing that makes him happy with you. That's all happy enough to be with you, to help you through it. This is it. Have faith. Believe beyond a shadow of doubt. Faith is faith is beyond belief. It's knowledge. Yeah. It's just like the certainty you have about your name. I am yeah. Nancy. You just know. It's like, it's like if you... Never heard it that way. Just, it's knowledge. It's not even... Yeah. F- we make faith about trying to attain something that doesn't exist. But, you know, Hebrews chapter 11 says, Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the yeah. evidence of things not seen. This is why we can believe in God, because we may not see him, but we believe him. We trust him. We know that he is real without a shadow of a doubt. So is that knowledge that you cannot go through problems without him? Because he's always with you. Yeah, I am with you, even to the 
the end of the age. So don't let anything or anyone make you believe that this is it. This is where it ends. First of all, let me not get into evangelism mode now, but if no, you accept Jesus into your really? life and you have had him in your heart, he's already on that. He's already with you. So he even exempts you from such things. I believe very firmly that I will not suffer in this life. I know go stress myself. Eh? Money go always day. No, no, let me just be real. I love real. it. I love it. I will always be rich. Oh. And it's only because I love it. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not walk. I just know. I just know. I've been in the US for days now. God has provided everything. When I say everything, yeah. since I'm lacking for nothing. Not because I know anybody or I know yeah. too much. God is just my, he's my, he's my father. He's my friend. He's yeah. always beside me. I will never lack. Sickness cannot, cannot come near me. Do you know why? If you serve the Lord, your God, he will bless your bread and water. He will take your sickness away from you. So I walk in that reality. That is my knowledge. So you, you, you are suffering, you are sick, hey, yeah. But it's not my portion. <laughs> you cannot. You will go with people who are dying and say, yeah, even if you knew Jesus, you know, for, ah. you cannot. Like, and do you know, now we see on the internet, new age, you know, like mysticism and conversation about how, yeah, manifest your dreams, whatever you want, you can have it. Yeah. Bible has been telling us. True. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So just know that, you know, the, the, having Jesus in your heart, believe in your heart, confess that he's your Lord, repent, move on with your life in him, walk in with him and see transformation. You can never lack, you can never be sick, you can never, but if the enemy mistakenly, eh, devil, mm-hmm. this coconuted, mistakenly tries and causes any problems for you, know that God is always there with you. Yeah. Always. And you will not lack, you will not suffer. No, it all. No, it are no peace. <laughs> no, seriously, because there's a, a lot of people that are going to listen to us. That yeah, we, they have challenges. They they're yeah. going through life. They are believers, and it's good to have that encouragement, that oh, for reminder, sure. for sure. Uh, because that's some sentence that I have to sometimes listen to five times, rewind, <laughs> oh. and I hear something else. Mm. So it's this will be, I'm, I'm sure, hope, one of those episodes where people yeah. are going to rewind and uh, listen back and go yeah. back to uh, because our goal is to really inspire others and uh, making sure that we add value to them mm. and uh, I think we've done that uh, today what's next for music I am actually supposed to be dropping my album this yeah. weekend yeah. I don't I don't know what my problem is like everybody else in music has like strategy and they like plan weeks ahead uh, and do all why these like this not on social media sis uh-uh. <laughs> well, I'm supposed to, but I'll do a bit of announcing. It's going up online this week anyway. I'm going to announce it. Saturday, though. Sunday. Sunday. Okay. I don't know what my problem is. So, so let me be real with you. Uh-huh. I've been very optimistic and encouraging, right? Sometimes I get so discouraged with music. Like, in my head. Why? I'm supposed to be further down by now. I should have gone far. But isn't it we're walking our journey? <laughs> it is. <laughs> so sometimes I'm just like, eh, no one's going to listen to it anyway. I'll just drop it and not tell anyone. But yeah, my husband, God, everybody I know and love has been like, you can't do that anymore. You can't do that. You have a million plus people following you. And I'm positive 80% of those people listen to your music. True. Wait for you to drop something because mm. you are encouraging them. Mm. They're waiting for you to show up, whether it's in your outfits, it's you and your husband, wherever you are going, they're following your story because that gives them encouragement. And your music encourages them. Because some people might not be able to make it to go to church every single day. 
Right. Your music preaches to that. Amen. Like you told me on our one-on-one, separate from this, there's different ways of ministry. Mm. Your ministry is music. Yes. Compared to uh, other to preachers, preachers have their, their mission. You have your own mission as to encouraging us through your music. Thank you. So there's that one person. Because it, it doesn't even have to be that a million plus followers that you have. That one person. That that's is waiting. bliss. That's, that's what you that's have to it. think about. Trust me. I feel tired a lot of the times but still I have to get up on the mic and record yeah show up even when you're tired even when you're not feeling like it mm. so release the music even when you don't feel like it oh. and in a lot of those cases <laughs> it actually does better than you thought it is Amen. Because you have Amen. to release it from yourself. Because it's of not about course. you. It's not about me. Yeah. It's not about You me. have to release it from yourself. Because your gift matters to everybody. <laughs> 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 ah, I will get there. I'm, I'm believing God that he will help me step out of that mindset. As you said, it's about the one person. Yeah, it's, it's, it's about truly the about one the one person. You have no idea how much I used to celebrate all the time. Like Sundays were my lowest days whenever I would post whenever we had our podcast so because you you're able to see where they have been listening to who's listening where and stuff like that so Sundays were my lowest now I post on Sundays because of that one person wow yeah. you never know the person that was listening on Sundays so I said okay because I used to post on Monday so I'm like okay this person probably listens on Sundays so I'll post for them that Sunday hmm. for them to catch it on time instead of waiting all along yeah. Oh, God. So the rest of the uh, the other people they can catch up Monday and so on Sunday we post the episode. I'm encouraged. I was about to ask our <laughs> our guy in the studio. What is Is this studio open? Let me go and record music. <laughs> <laughs> Never again. <laughs> no, but I, I will. I will get my. I'll get off. I'll get off and my my. I don't know my pity party and get into it again. But don't get me wrong. I have my moment. I really Girl, do. And do you my, ever? Do you know what I mean though? Like I, I, I love music. music. I know. Everybody I, I speak to who is so in the creative space, you don't feel like it a lot of the times. But it's, it's the pushing it. Yeah. If it was just to do it, that's why people don't do it. <laughs> Just do it. That's why people will bother that, sing in the shower. That promote yourself. Let them see you on Instagram. Yeah. Be posting about you yeah. every day. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. my, can my can my gift speak for itself? Why do I have to <laughs> self-aggrandize? Like, I don't like it. I really just feel like I don't need to be talking about. Do you? But you know, musicians like that or artists like that. Yeah. Oh, have you seen my work? Me, I don't like them. Do you understand? So I don't want to be like. <laughs> you them. have to. Unfortunately, this is the space. I'm, I'm the same. Like. You don't see me on uh, Instagram. If I don't uh, tell you, you never know. Going like this. Oh, you hey, guys, know. this is it. No, I, I'm learning. So well, you we and I to, are yeah, on, we have on that journey. <laughs> we of, I mean, if you don't... I've I'm, never been done alive. I, I need to do live. Do you know, I was just thinking about it. The way I'm so... I'm wired. By now, I should be on... I mean, Instagram yes. live. Yeah. I just completely forgot. Oh. <laughs> do you know what I mean? We, we, we could do one while we're doing Yeah, pictures. yeah. I completely one. forgot. But yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll get back <laughs> gotta do this so with everything that you have accomplished um and still doing still going to do uh, for all of us to be you know continue to grow with you in your journey uh do you feel you have succeeded mm? what your expectations uh, <laughs> do you feel fulfilled <laughs> <laughs> love it the laugh is because 
Man, it, my husband has to remind me constantly. Mm. Do you understand how far God has brought you? Sometimes he has to remind me, you know, because the enemy's way of trying to get me to to attack what God is doing is complaints. You know, the Bible says that because of because of mumbling, the Israelites attracted to the Vara. Paul was telling was it the Corinthians or so. If if you keep talking badly about what is happening for you now, it will even depreciate it more. I didn't know this. Every time you're like, oh, only 400 people watched my thing. It will be 300 next. (laughs) I know. What? (laughs) Because that's powerful. Do you know? Do you know that the as again as the mystics will say, the energy you put out is the energy. If you are always constantly like, oh, no one likes my stuff. No one will like your stuff. So I'm now trying to like change my mindset. Okay, everything is going really well. God is so good because okay, when I started Instagram, Mm -hmm. I was having such a meteoric ride. Yeah. I in under two years, I had reached 300,000 followers. Wow. So now it's moving, but it's not as, you know, like astronomical. But you also understand that social media, they can only let you go as far as they want. So now... uh, Unless you pay for it. Exactly. Like you you have to pay for the marketing. Organically. God is just... And it's still pushing my stuff out there. that's huge. Sometimes you forget that. That's huge. Because a cat has 20 million followers. You're like... How? I know, I know. I know, I know, I what, know. What am I doing wrong? I know, no, it's true. It's true. It's true. You know, or or you know, like uh, uh, persons like acting funny and drunk online, and it, yes. it has like millions of views. Yes. And then you, you're putting out your whole heart. You're serving God. You're true. doing the best to you know give someone hope, and like fifty thousand people watch your thing, which is still huge, by the That's way. That's a big deal. But you're like, oh, come on. <laughs> But sis, but I, I am changing you, our mindset. You, you, you know that we are not here to save the whole world. You, you, you have your portion that He's given you. See, I'm ambitious. I'm like everybody's my portion. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> 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 no, <laughs> you have your own portion. Yeah. So he's given you that portion, and that's who we, we have to continue to show up. Know your audience. The, exactly. Know, know your assignment. Mm-hmm. My dad. We always... forget the assignment, though. Yeah, I, I forget from, from now and then, and then I remember. Oh, that one person. Oh, that always says the best thing you can do in your life is know what God is doing and align with it. Find it. Find your space, and it will shift. Like you just see before you are struggling to get everyone, but once you target your fish. Yeah. I mean, maybe the whole 8 billion people may not understand me. Uh-huh. But there will maybe be 8 million mm-hmm. or 10 million, you know, or yeah. even That's 100 million. That, yeah. We collect it. Yeah, we, we collect, collect it. Yeah. <laughs> we collect. Since this has been such an honor. Like, it uh, feels like we're just chatting. No, 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 this has been, this, this, this has been <laughs> such a chat. This has been such an honor. I, I, I can't even stop talking, but oh, we're out of time. I know. I know. I <laughs> mean, I was talking just be an hour and it's like gone way past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is Thank it's been so amazing. Much. I'm it so grateful so for making too. time come and you know inspire all of us. Thank I'm you. So Thank you for, for you. giving me the room to speak freely. I'm very cautious. I I have I've given maybe three interviews this year. Oh, yeah, I'm Thank very you. cautious. This is such an honor. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, man. Thank you because so, it's like so you much. can always say the wrong thing and of course you know in the multiple. I'm sorry, I quoted but I decode Bible every time, but. <laughs> I mean, it says in it's a multitude of words that wanted not sin. If you talk too much, you say too much. Sooner or later, you say no sin. So I'm very careful. <laughs>
thank you. That's it on today's episode. It's truly an honor to serve each and every dreamer. Concrete Precious now provides targeted services to dreamers coming to the US of A. We assist you to successfully integrate. We are here to support you as you write your new chapter. Kindly check out our services in the link tree. Until next time, keep dreaming. Concrete pass.